Well, hello, and welcome to the first musical moment for 2021. Happy New Year, everyone. My name is Farah Mohammed, and for today, we will look back at some of the more remarkable musicians who sadly passed away this past year. We said goodbye to many great musicians in 2020, formidable figures and trailblazers in every music genre, from classical to reggae to rock. And so for today, we will pay tribute not just to what they gave us while they were here, but what they leave us to discover again and again. Pianist Peter Serkin came from a prestigious family of musicians. His father, the celebrated pianist Rudolf Serkin, and his maternal grandfather, the violinist and conductor Adolf Busch, embodied old-world traditions to reverential acclaim. He was admired equally for his performances of established repertoire and as a consummate interpreter of contemporary music. His music-making demonstrated a keen understanding of the masterworks of J.S. Bach, as well as an exceptional grasp of diverse musical styles ranging from Stravinsky to Messier, Toro Takamitsu to... Oliver Knussen. Serkin had performed with the world's major symphony orchestras led by such eminent conductors as Seiji Ozawa, Daniel Barenboim, Simon Rattle, as well as Claudio Abado. In chamber music, Serkin had collaborated with the best chamber ensembles, and in the realm of contemporary classical music, he was a founding member of the Tashi Quartet with violinist Ida Kvafian, cellist Fred Sherry, and clarinetist Richard Stoltzman. Here he is playing duetto number four in A minor, BWV 805 by J.S. Bach. Thank you. 
the opera world lost an outstanding soprano in the great Italian operatic tradition. With her graceful, clear-voiced and expressive singing style, the soprano Mirella Freni died at age 84 in February 2020. She began her long operatic career in lighter roles, such as the character Susanna in Mozart's Le Nozze di Figaro, and above all, as a notable Mimi, the spirited, consumptive seamstress in Puccini's La Boheme. As she went on to almost every role available to her voice, she did not disappoint. With her full, easily produced tone, expressive phrasing, her portrayals always graceful, decorous, and secure. As she once said, I am generous in many ways, but not when I think it'll destroy my voice. Some singers think they are gods who can do everything, but I have always been honest with myself and my possibilities. Her appealing wide-eyed looks and her easy movement on stage helped her create realistic characters. Freni often sang on stage with Luciano Pavarotti. O Suave Fanciulla, or O Lovely Girl, is a romantic duet from the first act of Giacomo Puccini's 1896 opera La Boheme. It is sung as a closing number in the, in, in the first act by Rudolfo, sung by Luciano Pavarotti, and Mimi, sung by Freni. Here, Rudolfo and Mimi have met for the first time just a few minutes ago. He told her about his life and asked her to tell him about hers. In this duet, O Suave Fanciulla, they realize that they have fallen in love.
e al ritorno corriosa dammi il braccio mia piccina Bill Withers, the sole legend who penned timeless songs like Lean On Me, Lovely Day, and Ain't No Sunshine, died on March 30, 2020, from heart complications in Los Angeles. He was 81. The three-time Grammy winner released just eight albums before walking away from the spotlight in 1985, but he left an indelible mark on the music community and on the world at large. Songs like Lean On Me, Grandma's Hands, Use Me, Ain't No Sunshine, and Lovely Day are embedded in the culture and have been covered countless times. While many of Withers' biggest songs were recorded in the 70s, they have proven to be timeless hits. Lean On Me emerged once again in recent weeks as an anthem of hope and solidarity in the time of COVID-19. Sometimes in 
Here's a quote from Dolly Parton on the passing of her very close friend, Kenny Rogers, who died on March 20th, 2020. Well, I couldn't believe it this morning when I got up and turned on the TV, checking to see what the coronavirus was doing. And they told me that my friend and singing partner, Kenny Rogers, had passed away. I know that we all know that Kenny is in a better place than we are today. But I'm pretty sure he's going to be talking to God sometime today, if he ain't already. And he's going to be asking him to spread some light on a bunch of this darkness going on here. Here they are, singing a duet written by Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees called Islands in the Stream, a love song that was named after the novel of the same name by Ernest Hemingway. Explain. Hold me closer. 
Cameroonian saxophonist Manu Dibango was one of many artists who succumbed to the COVID-19 pandemic. Dibango's music shook the world. His discography spans six decades and at least as many genres with forays into jazz, funk, and hip-hop. Over roughly 60 albums as a singer, songwriter, composer, and instrumentalist, 
Dibango showed the world a staggering range of African music. Dibango's appeal as an artist stemmed not only from his great talent, but also his simple ability to work with artists across a wide range of generations and backgrounds to advance African music and social causes on the continent. He famously led a humanitarian effort to raise money for the fight against famine in Ethiopia through a number of initiatives, including a charity record, Tam Tam for Ethiopia. He collaborated with many famed international artists, including Art Blakey, Herbie Hancock, Don Cherry, Sly and Robbie, Paul Simon, Peter Gabriel, King Sunny Ade, Yusun Adur, and Fela Kuti. His style can be described as a blend of American jazz, Cuban rhythms, and buoyant African sounds. Here is Dicalo, played by legendary saxophonist Manu Dibango.
Richard Wayne Penniman, or known to the world as Little Richard, was an American musician, singer, and songwriter. He was an influential figure in popular music and culture for seven decades. Nicknamed the innovator, the originator, and the architect of rock and roll, Richard's most celebrated work dates from the mid-1950s, when his charismatic showmanship and dynamic music, characterized by frenetic piano playing, pounding backbeat, and raspy shouted vocals, laid the foundation for rock and roll. Richard's innovative emotive vocalizations and up-tempo rhythmic music also played a key role in the formation of other popular music genres, including soul and funk. He influenced numerous singers and musicians across musical genres, from rock to hip-hop. His music helped shape rhythm and blues for generations. Virtuoso Ivri Gitlis, who became the first Israeli violinist to perform in the Soviet Union in the 1960s and collaborated with musicians ranging from Yesha Heifetz to the Rolling Stones, recently passed away about two weeks ago on December 24, 2020, at age 98. Born to Russian Jewish parents in Haifa on August 25, 1922, Gitlis began playing the violin at age six and relocated to Paris with his mother in 1933, graduating from the Conservatoire de Paris 
two years later. He spent much of World War II in London, initially working in a munitions factory before being transferred to the artists' branch of the British Army and went on to form long-lasting relationships with several major British orchestras in the immediate aftermath of the war. Gitlis's repertoire and musical tastes were eclectic, and throughout his career he dedicated much time and energy to bringing classical music to new audiences and breaking down boundaries between genres. As well as collaborating with contemporary classical musicians, he worked with artists such as Yoko Ono, Marian Faithful, The Rolling Stones, and Stefan Grappelli, and in 1972 founded the Festival de Vence in southern France, where early guests included Dizzy Gillespie, Leopold Stokowski, Marcel Marceau, and Zubin Mehta. Gitlis became a UNESCO Goodwill Ambassador in 1988 and remained extremely active both as a performer and campaigner well into old age. Gitlis died in Paris, his home since the 1960s, on December 24th of this past year. In a statement later that day, French culture minister described him as a, and I quote, magnificent performer, a generous musician, and an inspirational figure for all young musicians who dedicated his entire life to the service of all kinds of music, end quote. Here is Valtz Sentimental by Tchaikovsky, performed by Ivry Gitlis.
Kenneth Gilbert was a world-famous harpsichordist, organist, musicologist, and music educator who sadly passed away on April 16, 2020. Gilbert studied at the Conservatoire de Musique de Québec à Montréal. In 1953, he won the Prix d'Europe for organ performance, an award which enabled him to pursue studies in Paris, France with the great Nadia Boulanger. His groundbreaking work as editor of the keyboard music of François Couperin, Jean-Philippe Rameau, Jean-Henri Danglebert, Girolamo Frescobaldi, Domenico Scarlatti, Johann Sebastian Bach, and others, led a generation of performers and editors to approach the music of the past with rigor and precision, while his many influential recordings of this music led a generation of performers to approach it with passion and flair. His legacy as a teacher at McGill, Université Laval, and at conservatories in Paris, Antwerp, Stuttgart, and the Mozarteum in Salzburg, as well as countless summer academies, lives on in a global network of performers and pedagogues, each with a personal artistic voice which he helped foster. A devoted teacher with a distinguished academic career, he will be dearly missed by many from all over the world. Here he is performing a piece on harpsichord called Le Fauqueret by Jacques Dufli.
Morricone was an Italian composer, orchestrator, conductor, and trumpet player who wrote music in a wide range of styles. With more than 400 scores for cinema and television, as well as more than 100 classical works, Morricone is widely considered as one of the most prolific and greatest film composers of all time. Morricone died in July 2020. Here is the beautiful theme from the film The Mission called Gabriel's Oboe. Dame Vera Margaret Lynn was born on March 20, 1917, and died on June 18, 2020. Vera Lynn was an English singer, songwriter, and entertainer whose musical recordings and performances were very popular during the Second World War. She was widely referred to as the Forces Sweetheart and gave outdoor concerts for the troops in Egypt, India, and Burma. The songs most associated with her are We'll Meet Again, The White Cliffs of Dover, A Nightingale Sang in Berkeley Square, and There'll Always Be in England. She remained popular after the war, appearing on radio and television in the United Kingdom and United States, and recording such hits as Alfita Sane Sweetheart. Her last single, I Love This Land, was released to mark the end of the Falklands War. In 2009, at the age of 92, she became the oldest living artist to top the UK album's chart 
with a compilation album, We'll Meet Again, the Very Best of Verilin. In 2017, she released Verilin 100, a compilation album of hits to commemorate her centenary. It hit number three, making her the first centenarian performer to have a top ten album in the charts. By the time of her death in 2020, she had been active in the music industry for 96 years. Lynn devoted much of time and energy to charity work connected with ex-servicemen, disabled children, and breast cancer. She was held in great affection by the Second World War veterans and in 2000 was named the Britain who best exemplified the spirit of the 20th century. As she once said, when the war first started, when it was first declared, I thought, well, there goes my career. You know, I shall finish up in a factory or the army or somewhere. You imagine all the theaters closing down, which didn't happen except when the sirens sounded. And everybody, if they wanted to, they could stay in the theater and the show would go on. So here is the late great Dame Vera Lynn singing one of her signature pieces, We'll Meet Again. We'll meet again Don't know where Don't know when But I know we'll meet again Some sunny day like you always do till the blue skies drive the dark clouds far away so will you please say hello to the folks that I know tell them I won't be long they'll be happy to know that as you saw me go, I was singing this song. We meet again, don't know where, don't know when, but I know we'll meet again some sunny day.
to all the remarkable artists who passed away in 2020. Farewell and thank you. To the rest of you, I wish you all a year full of good health, peace and joy. May 2021 be kind to all of us. Happy listenings. Bye for now.